elevated. We're the Yeasty Girls. We're on the radio now. We want to talk about sex, but we're not allowed. Because the FCC is cracking down hard. They want everything to sound just like a Hallmark card. They won't even let us talk about number two. But I wonder what they call it when they get it on the shoe. We know what word they're using, but we can't say it. Because the FCC is full of bulls. We're the Yeasty Girls, and we're here to say that you better do something and right away. Yeah, you better wake up and start using your head because your First Amendment rights are just about dead. Well, the FCC will tell you, oh, haven't you heard? They think the freedom of speech is a dirty word. Well, the Yeasty's got a message for the people who agree. With the stupid regulations of the FCC. You think your kids would be corrupted if they hear about poo? Well, there's nothing wrong with them. We think the problem is you. you. Biology is neat. We like our bodies just fine. If you're telling us it's dirty, well, we say you're lying. They call it a free country, but it feels like a prison. So write the Federal Communication Commission. Get your pen and paper ready, because here's the address. 1919 M Street Northwest. Washington, D.C. 20036. So, so tell them that they're stupid. Yeah, tell them that they're destroying our expression because they think it's outrageous tell them that they're living in the dark ages we're the yeasty girls and we're here to say we want the fcc to go away yeah go away I know you're really proud because you think you're well, huh? Well, I think it's time you learn how to use your tongue. You say you want things to be even and you want things to be fair. But you're afraid to get your teeth cut in my pubic hair. If you're lying there expecting me to suck your dick. You're gonna have to give me more than just a token lick. Well, you may not like it, but you better learn how. Because it's your turn now. Now you suck. Suck, suck it hard. Go down, baby. You suck. Now lick it hard and move your tongue around. If you're worried about AIDS, you can lower your wrist. Yeah, by giving me that special kind of lingus kiss. Cause it's on your face that I'm gonna sit. You can wiggle, you can jiggle your tongue on my clip. Don't worry about making me have an orgasm. Just take your time and do it with enthusiasm. I can tell it's making you scared just thinking of it. But, but you, you better, better learn to love it. it. Now you suck. Suck it hard. Go down, baby. You suck. Now lick it hard and move your tongue around. Well, I know you think it's a real drag. To suck my cunt when I'm on the rag. But quit making up stories. Yeah, give me a break. Because I really don't believe that you got a headache. You tell me it's gross to suck my yeast infection. But how do you think I feel when I gag on your erection? Hey, boy, you're wasting your tongue with lame excuses and lies. Get, Get your face between my thighs. Now you suck. Suck it hard. Go down, baby. You suck. Now lick it hard and move your tongue around. Now you suck. Suck it hard, go down, baby, you suck. Now lick it hard and move your tongue around. Now you suck. Some people been saying we're man-hating dykes. They think it's anybody with a penis we don't like. But before you start calling us sexist hypocrites, just, just realize that it's a certain kind of guy we think of shits. You see him on the bus, you see him on the train. Sperm brain, sperm brain, yeah. He's got nothing to say, everything is lame. Sperm brain, sperm brain, yeah. This kind of guy's lower than a worm. Sperm brain, sperm brain, yeah. He's got nothing inside his head but sperm. Sperm brain, sperm brain, yeah. I heard it all before, baby, that ain't news. Sperm brain, sperm brain, yeah. All you can think about is getting the screws. Sperm brain, sperm brain, yeah. yeah. Well, you may think you're cool, you may think you're great. Sperm brain, sperm brain, yeah. But you better learn how to masturbate. Sperm brain, sperm brain, yeah. yeah. Hanging out at the beach, checking out the scene. Sperm brain, sperm brain, yeah. yeah. You got your zipper wide open and you're playing with your wings. Sperm brain, sperm brain, yeah. I've seen plenty of meat, baby, yours ain't the best. Sperm brain, sperm brain, yeah. You're a loser in the weenie contest. Sperm brain, sperm brain, yeah. You're a sperm brain, sperm brain, yeah. You're a sperm brain. Fuck off.
We are talking shit, uh-huh, we're talking shit, yeah, we're talking shit, that's right, we're talking shit. We're the yeasty girls, gonna lay it on the line, gonna talk about the stuff that comes out your behind. So if you're scared of defecation, well, you better run fast, cause we're talking about the stuff that comes out your ass. Talking shit, uh-huh, we're talking shit, yeah, we're talking shit, that's right, we're talking shit. We're cluing you in, gonna give you the scoop, cause everybody's got something to say about poop. So you better not listen to us if you're a prude, cause we're gonna get dirty and we're gonna get rude. Talking shit, uh-huh, we're talking shit. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're talking, talking shit. shit. That's, That's right, we're, we're talking shit. Sometimes it's brown and sometimes it's green. Sometimes your body's making like a farting machine. Sometimes it's yellow and sometimes it's red. Sometimes it's got a stink that's gonna wake, wake up the dead. dead. Talking shit, uh-huh, we're talking shit. Yeah, we're talking shit. That's right, we're talking shit. Sometimes it's runny and sometimes it's firm. Sometimes to get it out, you gotta grunt and squirm. Well, your bowels are moving, they're starting to pump. I think you're getting ready for the, the monster, monster dump. dump. Yeah, the monster dump. Talking shit, uh huh. We're talking shit. Yeah, we're talking shit. That's right, we're talking shit. Well, you tried it just for once, found it all right for kids. But now you found out that it's a habit that sticks. And, and you're an orgasm addict, addict. You're an orgasm addict, addict. Sneaking in the back door with dirty magazines. Yeah, and your mother wants to know what are the stains in your jeans. You're an orgasm addict, addict. You're an orgasm addict, addict. You getting a heat, yeah, you getting a soul. But you still keep on beating your meat to a pulp. And you're an orgasm addict, addict. You're an orgasm addict, addict. You're a kid catching over, you got sex on your breath. It's a living just fucking yourself to death. And you're an orgasm. Listening to CITR Radio, and it's time right now for the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there from 1988. Look out, records, the Yeasty Girls. Today on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show, a band that was told all about bad religion by the Yeasty Girls. Yes, an interview for the seventh time with Fat Mike of No Effects. And to prepare you for Fat Mike of No Effects, and you were going to hear probably a bit of offensive language. Please tune out if you haven't already to the Yeasty Girls because coming up is going to be the mentors. So please turn out and turn out and tune out if you're easily offended. So right now, here is the mentors. Good friends of No Effects, and then some early, early No Effects, and then an interview with No Effects Fat Mike. So here is the mentors with shocked and grossed. The mentors on Mystic, and then No Effects, and then an interview with Fat Mike of No Effects.
it seems like I am not hearing a lot of mentors music when I should be. So we will just say play, meanwhile, right now, a bit of early no effects. So here is some early no effects cops and doors. And we will get back to the mentors. And in an interview with Fat Mike of No Effects.
Fat Mike. From? I'm from Boston, Massachusetts originally. I play No Effects and also Me First in the Gimme Gimmies. Fat Mike, welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Thank you. It's very nice here. I've never been here. Believe it or not, I think probably the seventh time that we have interviewed together. Oh, uh, I don't remember that. Have we met before? 14 years worth of interviews dating back to 2002. Yeah, you do look a little familiar. And right off the bat, Mike, I have a gift for you, an Arnold Palmer record with a booklet, and that is for you. Oh, and step by step, thank you so much. This is cool, because, look, he's he's using a baseball bat. That's pretty cool. I didn't know he could do that. And it comes with a book, too. Oh, this is awesome. This is an extremely nice present. What do you think of golf? Yeah, like you have a golf dom tattoo. Bam, boom. What do they say now? Bam or boom? Uh, Baboom. Baboom, baboon. There it is with a with a, a maid, a a tailor maid, as you <laughs> may call her. Arnold Palmer golf instructions. Yeah, yeah. Arnold Palmer golf instructions and uh, and how to make an Arnold Palmer. Instructions on the back, too. A baboom. <laughs> yeah. Now, recording... I, I do want to pour some lemonade and iced tea on his grave one day. Yeah, that'd be nice. But Mark Ramon did say this. Punk rockers, they don't play golf. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> I guess uh, he would be... You know, if he was an original Ramon, maybe I would take that seriously. But uh, if I maybe if Didi said it. What are your interactions with the Ramones? What are your interactions with the Ramones? Uh, well, I've met them all. Uh, not Johnny. Johnny had me kicked off stage uh, once. But uh, Why? For what? Why would somebody kick Fat Mike off the stage? Well, it's funny because it was a festival we played with them and the Offspring. And I was the only people on stage. We were way on the side was me and Brian Holland. And he looked at us and t- told security, get that guy off there. And, and they didn't kick Brian Holland off but they kicked me off, and I, I wouldn't go. I, I said, I'm sorry, but I'm not leaving. And Brian said, it's okay, he's with me, and these two security guards actually picked me up and took me off the stage. So, but, you know, Joey was, afterwards, Joey's like, I'm sorry, dude, Johnny's just, Joey was very cool. Uh, one thing funny about that show is, you know, they did, the, they, had, they did the same set list without stopping. They just played their songs. So they, there was one sheet of paper in front of uh, Joey on the stage, and it said Oslo, Norway. 
and after they played six songs, he looked down and said, it's great to be back in Oslo, Norway. <laughs> and it was. It, it was. It was. He was right. It was Oslo, Norway, but that's, uh, that's where they were uh, mentally at that point of their career is just just tell me what city and country I'm in. That's all I need to know. Have you ever been kicked off the stage before, like watching before? Was that the first time? Uh, yes, it was the first time. Has it happened since? Uh, we got kicked off a Guns N' Roses stage once, but that we snuck on that one. The whole band or just you? Was that the first time it was just Fat Mike? Me and my lady. Yeah. And it recently, uh, they tried to kick me off the Misfit stage, but no, I stood my ground. What was that like? You were saying that Toil was out of tune as usual. <laughs> well, yeah, as usual, what I mean by the last time I saw them in 1982. So, uh, so if you know, every 24 years, you, if you could say that as usual, last time I saw them, the first three times I saw them in 82, they were very out of tune. And in Chicago, they were even more out of tuner. Was there a guy playing guitar to Doyle's parts? Well, they were both playing. But if one guitar is out of tune, it doesn't make the good-sounding guitar sound any better. How do you think of this show? Like, what do you think of this show in general? Uh, I was pretty stoked. I liked it. I liked I saw them twice. The time I was on stage, that was pretty awesome. It was cool to see them. And I've been friends with Jerry for a while, so... It was, it was good to see them again, and with the huge pumpkins. I thought that was a little much, but it was good to see them. I uh, I didn't think they needed, needed to play so many songs off Earth AD, personally. I wanted to hear more off Static Age. You've gone golfing with Jerry? No, no. He's, like, woken you up at, like, 5 a.m. to go golfing. No, no, not that doesn't usually happen. I've gone golfing with, with uh, Ken Casey and, and uh, who's that guy? Uh, not the captain, not the general... He plays Rockabilly. You know what I'm talking about? Reverend Horton Heat? Yeah, the Reverend. We, we've golfed before. 5 a.m.? Uh, I don't know if it was at 5 a.m., but I've gone golfing uh, in Iceland in the middle of the night because they have 24-hour golfing there. Fat Mike, have you ever nailed kids' clothes to the floor? Uh, yes. But, but not just, like, children's clothes. You have to nail the clothes down to the floor when a, a person is in them and passed out. So then it's funny. If you just nail clothing to the floor, that would, wouldn't, that would be stupid. But, you know, watching a kid try to get up when his clothes are nailed to the floor, that's funny. That's in the early days of no effects? Yes. When did Smelly piss on a cat? I don't remember him pissing on a cat. I remember him uh, throwing a barbecue through a window. Let's throw a barbecue. <laughs> you know? And uh, doing a lot of mean, terrible things. Pissing in people's ice trays. Uh, I do remember watching him put uh, plaster of Paris on the kid's leg. That was a good one. Smelly invented the do 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 beat. No, he he just plays it real well. But the do 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 beat. It's not called the do 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 beat. It's called the butt fuck titty fuck butt fuck titty fuck butt fuck titty fuck. That's what we call it. That's what he calls it. Yeah, butt fuck titty fuck. He invented that, right? Or he plays that very well. He invented calling it that. He plays it very well. Right now, I would like to ask you about this particular compilation. Yeah. We Got Power. Oh, boy. And right over there, Caustic Cause. Yep. That's Smelly's first band. What can you say about this comp and Caustic Cause? Well, this is the first Mystic comp, which is quite good. 
We're on uh, no effects, or as they call us, no fix. <laughs> it's on the second Mystic Comp. Not as good. There's also a band on here called, where are they? The Dayglow Abortions. Yeah, no, no, not them. From Victoria, Canadian. Yeah, never heard of them. Uh, Sin 34, good friend, Adrenaline OD. This is a very good, very, very good comp. Nip Drivers. Back then, you could call your band something like the Nip Drivers. That was the We Got Power comp with the fanzine as well. Because yeah. I think Dave Markey did the fanzine. Uh, is this Dave Markey? Yeah, he did it. Because uh, someone named Jordan put these together. Yeah. And we also had the Copulation yeah. soundtrack. This one. This is when we were really at our at when NoFX was at our prime. No, I don't see you listed there. Yes, because we're not on it. See. But America's Hardcore yes. are on it. America's Hardcore are pretty great. We were on, we, we weren't on We Got Power 1 or Cop, Copulation 1. We were on Copulation 2 and We Got Power 2. What do you think about America's Hardcore? Aren't they kind of responsible for no effects? Uh, I don't, in one way, I guess. Their second singer sang with us at our first rehearsal. So... <laughs> And once their first singer, Danny, I once saw him beat the guy, a guy with a folding chair until he was hospitalized. Yep. That's amazing. Another story from <laughs> Fat. <laughs> yeah. Mike. But, you know, what was weird about it is how not weird it was. Like, oh, there goes Danny beating up another guy with a folding chair. So you were on Copulation 2. Mm -hmm. Cops and Donuts. Cops and Donuts, yeah. Woo. But Copulation 1, if you open it up, there is a little piece of paper inside. Oh. What does it say exactly? I don't know. This card is for info. What, I don't know. What do you want from me? Well, what does it, I, I was curious. What are the answers to that question, those punk questions? Where did you buy this record? How much did you pay? Uh, I'm not answering this. I'm not playing your, your silly game. Mystic. We're on Mystic Records. So what? What's the deal? It's Mystic Records. That's what the everyone called them. What's the deal? Like, I love Mystic. They put out those amazing comps. Uh, and Arnold Palmer. What can you say about Mystic Records, Fami? Uh, Mystic Records was, uh, I don't know, maybe like the Walmart of, no, like the McDonald's of punk labels. No, nothing like that's a terrible analogy. Uh, Mystic Records was just a terrible record label, but it was the only deal in town. And we had the punk club, on, and a half a block away, we had the Cafe de Grand, a half a block away was Mystic Records. So they come see bands and say, you should come over to our studio and record. So they let you record for an afternoon, and then they put out a lot, a lot of terrible bands. Same engineer, always sounded the same, and we, uh, we all had to sign contracts saying that, none of, that we don't own any of these songs. At that time, were a lot of people sitting down to no effects? Yes, those were the sitting down years. Uh, you know, I was at, uh, mostly people stood, but there were, you know, when the crowd was sitting down, we, we made sure to get photos of all those. Have you had that since, the sitting down, no effects audience? Not so much. Maybe when opening for bigger bands at a, at a shed with their seats. Here is another band I want to ask you about, The Mentors on Mystic. Yeah, Mentor. Well, everyone was on Mystic, really. At some point, every punk band was on Mystic. What can I say about The Mentors, you know, on Mystic or The Mentors on Death? Uh, uh, more of a Mystic band. 
I used to see them at the cafe. We we spent some time with El Duce. You know how they found El Duce? Dead? Found him dead with no head. I did not know that. Yes. He found him on train tracks with his head on one side and his body on, on the other. Committed suicide? No, it's finally And you are fat? <laughs> I'm fat Mike. What about Smelly? He doesn't like to talk too much, but El Duce likes to make him swallow boogers? <laughs> You'd have to ask Smelly that. But Smelly and... Smelly, I tried to ask him that. Smelly and Ellie, as, as we used to call him, used to hang out a lot. Does anyone drink piss? Like, have you seen anyone drink piss before you drank piss? Uh, sure. <laughs> we, used to, we used to hang out with this band, the 2000 Dirty Squatters, and we saw them when they ran out of booze. The, the beer, All the beer was gone, so they were pissing in glasses and drinking it just to get the whatever alcohol was left in the piss glasses. But that really wasn't for, you know... Oh, a booger. I drink piss for more of a... for more, you know, sexual reasons. Has the Google guy... You know, it's not very often either. It's not like... It's... How long did it take for you to drink piss? Well, how... I mean, how long? How many years of your life? Oh, I didn't till my 40s. So that... Is that pretty late for piss drinking? Uh, well, most states have uh, an above 38 age limit, you know, before you're allowed to. So I still waited a long, longer time than that. But uh, you know, it's not, it's not about really drinking the piss. It's, uh, it's where, it's where, it's where it's the tap is, and whose tap it is, <laughs> where the piss is coming from. Did the Google guy really see your musical? The Google guy. The Google guy. Who's the Google guy? The Go I think his name is Larry, the Google guy. Try saying the Google guy three times. I, I will let you say that. No, 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 it's impossible. Say it, do it. The Google guy, the Google guy, the Google guy. <laughs> fast, you know, but never mind. You really like things fast. Like, you complained about Joan Jett being too slow, right? Uh, yeah. But now you have gold records, right? N well, maybe one. You remember that, huh? We have met before. We have met before. Yeah, I remember now. But your musical had a diverse audience, right? Your musical, the Google guy. Right. What can you say about the audience sitting and watching your play with all these people? And usually you are on stage. Yeah, it's nice not being on stage. It's nice watching your work being done for you. Uh, we, we played our musical in uh, Connecticut at the Eugene O'Neill Theater Center, and most of the crowd were in their 60s and 70s. We wanted to see how it would play for older people, and no one left. They loved it. Did anybody dance? No, you don't dance at a musical, fool. Well, did anybody dance? Well, who said you can't dance at a musical? <laughs> Actually, our last show in San Francisco, the crowd started dancing. Speaking of piss drinking, I have another gift for you, Fat Mike of No Effects, the Ferverts book. The Ferverts book. You can put that down if you want there, Fat Mike. And we are speaking to Fat Mike on the occasion of 14 years of being interviewed by me, Nardwar, the human serviette. What do you think of this Ferverts book? Uh, you know, I am into a lot of funny, fucked up things, but yeah, I don't really get the furry thing. But whatever makes you happy. This is a cool book, though. I like it. 
Never, never thought about that. Never fantasized about that. You've never dressed up as an animal. No, I wouldn't say that. Not a furry. Have you ever covered your face? What do you mean? Completely covered your face. Well, with, yeah. So you are a fervert. No, because no, nothing furry. Fur isn't sexy. <laughs> what is it like, Fat Mike, to have saline injected into your testicles? Uh, well, uh, that was fine. When I had saline injected into my breasticles, that was something else. That part we left out of the book. What happens then? Like, what happens with your balls and what happens with your breasts? Well, uh, my wife, she put uh, 250 cc's of saline solution in my breasts in Jamaica. And uh, for about 12 hours, I got tits. I was walking on, down the beach with fucking tits. Could not stop touching myself. Just like, this is awesome. That's what it's like. It hurts, though. It's about an hour to get it in there. And I was on ecstasy, and it still fucking hurt. What about for your balls? Well, they didn't go in my testicles. They just went in my sack. So what's the, what's the big deal? What, Fat Mike, are butter balls? I'm not sure. It's like the smelly thing you get. Smelly thing, right. Yeah. But, butt or balls, right. Yeah. What is that? I'm not smelly. What's when you, uh, you wipe your fingers, you know, with some nut sweat and some butt sweat and butter balls and... Is it butter? Is it butter balls? And you had that given to you, and you have given that to somebody. I've never given it to somebody. Who has given it to you? Jay Walker. In what respect? Like, what was happening? They call it frothing. They called it frothing at the time. Just you know, kind of like wipe your butt sweat and go go up to someone, just wipe it under their nose. It's a punk thing. Mike, when you were younger, did Elizabeth Bewitched order some, I think, pills from you? Yes. But I didn't know what kind of pills they were because they were all coded. And I was only 16, so I wasn't doing drugs yet. But, yeah, I, I delivered drugs to Johnny Carson, too, to uh, quite a few stars, to uh, Sammy Davis Jr. But they never answered the door. But Elizabeth Montgomery answered the door. Now, was that the same gig you had playing ping pong? I always used to, always also used to deliver drugs to Sharon Tate's house. After, you know, after she was murdered, but that was kind of creepy. Who lived there? Gay dude. I think he was gay. I don't know. <laughs> was that the same gig that you had playing ping pong with John Voight, Fat Mike? No, that was that was more of a uh, social situation. What happened there? He beat me. Motherfucker beat me. Well, you just showed up and there was John Voight? Well, he is friends with my friend's parents. And you also had a high school radio station? That's pretty cool. Fuck yeah, it is. Mike Misfit. Mike motherfucking Misfit. You ruled the airwaves. Could you explain? Like, an high school radio. Playing uh, ping pong. Rock and roll high school. Playing John, ping pong with John Voight was not as cool as hanging out with Leonard Nimoy, you know, on In Search Of. That's, that's cooler. How did that happen? It's on YouTube, dude. Check it out. Oh, I was in a, a program called Mentally Gifted Minors when I was in third grade. So they, you know, we're the, we're the smart kids. And your grandfather produced young Daniel Boone? No, he did uh, Daniel Boone. I did not know that. I know he did uh, Charlie... Uh, what's it? Charlie Chan? Charlie Chan. He did Charlie Chan movies. Did not know about Daniel Boone. 
young Daniel Boone. Young Daniel Boone. What can you say, Fat Mike, about this particular gig right here, the Long Shoreman's Hall? This is the Dead Kennedy show where we went to, and it was so crowded. It was really terrible because the Minutemen played, and it was just terrible to see the Minutemen in front of 2,000 punk rockers. Dead Kennedys played, and uh, we left a little bit early because it was so crowded, and it sounded so bad. And right when we were leaving, the cops came in and maced everybody and beat the hell out of everybody. And, you know, we got out in our in Floyd's mom's van. Do you still have a lot of punk rock memorabilia collected? Because I knew you had a shrine. Like, what, what about punk rock memorabilia? Yeah. Like, for instance, like, do you know who gave Sid that lock? I would guess Nancy. No, it actually was the girl from the Pretenders, Chrissy Hine. Yeah? Well, that's pretty cool. Where did you get? Who gave you that lock? Uh, my wife. They make them in Japan now. That kind of is a punk rock memorabilia thing. Well, yeah, duh. How do you know they make them in Japan? Because that's where we got it. And we, we got two. Because one of them wore out. Did FF Gang put out a fanzine? Uh, it's, there's three Fs. It's FFF. It's not FF. Sorry, uh, did FFF, say it three times quickly, put out a fanzine? I don't think so. When did punk gangs stop in L.A.? I don't know. I, I, I still think there are some. But uh, When did they stop coming to your shows? Or when did you stop seeing them at your shows? We stopped playing L.A. In 85, we didn't play L.A. We played maybe one or two shows in four years because it was uh, just too dangerous. But you have returned. Yeah, we'll go back to LA now and then. But Fugazi won't return to that van. What did you do to Fugazi's van? You know, we poured some beer on the floor. We thought it was funny. And you've actually apologized to Ian Mackay for that? I don't know. Did they notice? Did they notice? I don't know. We gave them our van. How would we know? I mean, it wasn't like we hadn't spilled any beer already. It was like the van smelled like fucking sweat and beer but we made it s smell a little bit more like beer smelly's grandparents are canadian did you know that smelly's grant you have a canadian connection <sighs> the stern brothers what can it say about smelly and canada i don't know why don't you ask him he's standing right over there baboom <laughs> Made you look. <laughs> <laughs> you did indeed, because you are fat. I am fat. I've, I put on some weight on this tour. Thank you. Do people take your word for gospel? Like, I believed Fat Mike. Uh, I'm, I'm really not a liar. So I, you should take my word. I mean, I, I, I've, I'm sure I've said something mistakenly. Like, uh, in the book, I made a mistake. Someone called and said, it wasn't Sean M.D. that hit your friend Steve in, the, in the, the face with a beer bottle. It was Engineer. I'm like, oh, right, it was Engineer. Sorry. It happened. I just got the, the wrong guy. I love the book that you have footnotes. You have footnotes. Yeah. Whose idea was that, to have footnotes? I don't know, the footnote guy? It looks really legit to have footnotes. Yeah, it's a legit book. You know, today, how many of you today speaking about foot 
is uh, I was walking down the street and this, this Asian lady came up to me and said, I love your boots. Where'd you get those boots? Macy's. And you are fat? I, I know. I've tr- been dieting. I'm trying to stay off wheat products. Mike, for years, you've told me and I have believed that El Jefe was in the bad news bears. Yeah, that was a big fat lie. You're a sucker. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Fat Mike. Well, you see, that's the thing is if you tell all true stories, once in a while you can throw in a real whopper and people believe it. (laughs) But he was in 90210, which is amazing. He was an actor. Yeah, he was in a, a few... He had a few extra roles. That's why it was so easy to make that that jump, because he actually was an extra. Does El Jefe get into breakdancing? Because he can do the worm. El Jefe can do the worm. Uh, not so much anymore. I think he stopped breakdancing at 50. Because I love that. The, I love the dancing that El Jefe does. Well, you got the dancing look. You got the whole dancing. You got the whole electric bugaloo look going on, really. Only the best for fat I, I'm not that fat, you know. For fat, Mike. All right, so uh, I'm supposed to meet someone. Oh, just winding up here. Fat. What? Fat. Fact, fat or fiction? Fat, Mike. And I would like to ask you about this band right here, the Yeasty Girls. Yes, the Yeasty Girls. I know where you're going with this. They introduce you to... Bad Religion Suffer. The album that changed my life. How did that happen? The Yeasty Girls, the amazing Yeasty Girls. They were in Amsterdam the same time I was at the Fugazi show. And they said, you got to hear the new Bad Religion album. It's really good. And I listened to it four times in a row, and it was life-changing. But previously, what have you thought of Bad Religion? Well, they were one of my favorite bands. But, you know, after How, how uh, Could Hell Be Any Worse than they did the terrible album and then the Frogger thing and we all kind of stopped listening to them and they came back pretty much the best comeback record of all time did you ever meet any other punkers in detox when I was in detox no there was a uh, a forest ranger there was an Asian bartender a couple of girls I don't know and there was Fat Mike Fat Mike yes Your daughter sang on, like, a bad cop, bad cop song? No, I don't think so. She sang bad cops. Uh, she sang on a NoFX song. What song was that? What, what can you say about bad cop, bad cop versus NoFX versus your daughter singing? Uh, Stacy from Bad Cop gave my stepdaughter, Cedra, a guitar for her birthday. That was pretty cool. But uh, I don't know. Bad cop, bad cop. I hear they're pretty good. Does MRR still review your releases? I would hope so. Which is amazing because they don't review too much, do they? No, but Tim O'Hannon, before he died, he said, uh, you take ads from Fat Records because, you know, they're the one, we're the one label that still gets to advertise in Max Rock and Roll. Fat Mike, winding up here, here we are backstage at a no effects gig. I think we're winding down, dude. Winding down with Fat Mike, you stole at one time some Slayer snacks? Yes. We played with Slayer. And while they were, actually, they're almost done, and we went into their backstage room and stole some, you know, some of their snacks. Slayer snacks versus no effects snacks. What's the difference? Ours were gone. Theirs were still there. We were hungry. 
what do you have versus what do they have? They had a, you know, I don't know. How about that? That is a great answer, Fan Mike. And I was curious, lastly here, funny or die. How funny do you have to be for funny or die? Ish. Ish. What's the pitch? For our video? They actually, they're no effects fans. They asked, they asked us if we wanted to do a video with them. They asked us years earlier, and we had a meeting, and we, none of us could come up with something funny. And then I had this new song. I go, what do you think of this? And they said, let's do it. And they paid for it. Pretty cool. And last, oh, lastly, oh, Fam Mike. I have two lastlies. Uh, I was curious, what do you think of this record right here? It's okay. I have two lastlies. You said lastly twice. That makes no sense. And nothing makes any sense with fat. Mike, what do you think about It's Okay to Say No, that genre of records? It's okay to say no. I don't know. It's okay to say no? Oh, it looks kind of sketchy. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Fat Mike. Anything you'd like to add to the people out there? No, it's nice to meet you, though. Maybe we'll meet again sometime. Why should people care about Fat Mike and no effects? Why should people care? We, 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 we've, we're, we finished the interview. This has been pleasant. Well, thank you very much, Fat Mike. Keep on rocking in the free world and doot-doot-loot-doo. Oh, oh. She went back to the guy that beat her Who publicly called her his whore If he came within five feet of me There'd be a price on his head for sure I'd use a fucking hammer on his face Yes, I would do that for her I would buy kick, stab, and brawl Then he'd be out her life forever I feel bad for you, sugar cane You really think you deserve to be treated this way Yeah, fuck what your mother taught you You're worth more than you could dream to
listening, still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. And you just heard right there, Bad Cop, Bad Cop, with Sugarcane. And before that, an interview with Fat Mike of No Effects. And before that, we heard, I fit it in there, I fit in there, just for your listening pleasure, some mentors with shock and grizzled from 85 on death slash metal blade records right now i thought i would play a couple tracks from the we got power compilation the minimen the day glow abortions from victoria and caustic cause who featured smelly on drums smelly's first band caustic cause so here we go from the we got power compilation on mystic records from 1983 here are the minimen the glow abortions and caustic cause featuring smelly of no uh facts
you're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. We just heard right there from the We Got Power compilation, Caustic Cause, featuring Smelly Elf, No Effects, The Dayglow Abortions from Victoria, and The Minutemen. Now we're going to play a couple of tracks from the Copulation LP from 1984 on Mystic Records, Aggression, Disdain, America's Hardcore, kind of responsible if you listened to the No Effects interview for No Effects and Worm. So here is the Copulation LP and a couple tracks from it, Aggression. Good night. 
hopefully, to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette radio show. And you just heard from the Copulation LP put out in 1984 by Mystic Records, Manifest Destiny. Manifest Destiny. And before that, we heard Worm. And before that, America's Hardcore. And before that, The Stain. And before that, Aggression. And of course, America's Hardcore were kind of responsible for no effects. And thank you, Fat Mike, for your time. Right now, I'm going to play something that was sent to me by Chris. Nardwar. I think this means I've been sending you records for almost 25 years. Woot! Thought you'd like to hear my new garage duo, Expanda Fuzz. And we shall hear Expanda Fuzz. Thank you so much, Chris, for the amazing 12-inch 45 colored vinyl and the CD. Thank you also for CITR copy of the CD. You sent two copies of the record. So here is Chris's new band. Chris was in the Stan GT. Expand a fuzz with disco sounds of roof rock.
And you are still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. And you just heard right there, thank you, Reverend Beatman, for the monsters. And we heard the monsters with Bongo Fuzz. And before that, we heard Gordon, Raphael, and Shark Muffin. And those were actually sent to me by... Red Martian, the band. And they even included a little post-it note, thank you, Red Martian, to tell me, the dummy DJ, exactly what I should read. Hello, Nardwar, the human serviette. Welcome to the Bug Halt Records Acetate of the Month Club. This is our first issue, and you are a charter member. Each month, we hope to cut new bands from the great Seattle scene, including Red Martian. This issue features Gordon Raphael's Down the Road Tomorrow, which we heard backed with Angels on Pine Street. Care. Now, what's really cool is Red Martian tells me how to t- chuck and how to um, handle in other words, not to chuck this actual acetate. This is an actual vinyl acetate. Care, hold acetate by the edges. Do not clean with alcohol or Windex. And cut is quiet hi-fi. Play loudly and enjoy. Thank you so much, Red Martian, for this custom cut acetate of Gordon Raphael. Now, Red Martian didn't stop there. Red Martian also played with Shark Muffin in February 2016 at the Funhouse in Seattle. We like them a lot and carry some of the records on Bug Halt. This is a flexi disc. So we heard Shark Muffin with Fun. Thank you so much, Red Martian. So we heard in that set The Monsters. Gordon Raphael, thank you so much, Red Martian, for that test pressing a la acetate. Actually, much different than a test pressing. An acetate is a one of a kind type thing. A shark muffin flexi disc. And we began, thank you, Chris, with Expanda Fuzz and the Disco Sounds of Roof Rack. To end the Nardwar, the Human Serviette radio show, I thought I would play some really, really old music from the 1960s. In fact, we are going to hear punk classics, the evil ink group, The Point is from the punk classics series the evil ink group with the point is on the nardwar the human serviette radio show (laughs) 